With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And welcome into the Maze and Brew Pick'em Podcast. Brought to you by Maze and Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network. Luke Yardy here along with Vaughn Lozon and Scotty White. As we head into week nine already of the college football season. End of October. And... I'll tell you, this might be one of the greatest college football Saturdays on the way that we've had in years. Real quick, though, we've got some drama brewing on the Pick'em podcast here because last week, Scotty went 5-3, and three, myself and Vaughn went 4-4. Four and four. That means through eight weeks, we are all dead even, 34-29-1 and one heading into the biggest college football Saturday of the year. I'm so excited. What's going on, boys? Oh, man. Uh, I, I'm just happy to be back here after my uh, one in seven week, the week <laughs> prior. Go, going 500 before that week to me was just, you know, pretty subpar, mediocre, whatever you want to say. But four and four this week just feels oh so sweet. And now that we're all tied up with this week of college football on the table, man, these stakes have never been higher. Scotty, um, you know, you went, you lone guy with five and three uh, to tie it all up, man. Um, this is going to be one hell of a week. Yeah, definitely. I cannot believe that we're through eight weeks and not just two of us are tied, but all three of us. And I think that this week could really be one that decides it. I mean, for me, I've, I think I've been either three and five, four and four, or five and three every week. So I, I just feel like either a really good week is coming or a really bad week. So it should be interesting. It's going to be interesting. No question about it. Every single game is going to be a tough pick. We'll kick it off in the Big Ten with number nine, Iowa visiting Camp Randall, taking on the Wisconsin Badgers, who are three-and-a-half-point favorites as an unranked team at home against the Hawkeyes. Vaughn, I'm going to start with you. Where are you at in this game? Yeah, I'm actually going to go with Wisconsin at Camp Randall to win and cover that three and a half point spread. Iowa obviously uh, lost their lone game of the season uh, a couple weeks back and things just 
are, are going kind of weird in the Big Ten West at this point. I, I just have this gut feeling that Wisconsin's going to edge it out and once again represent that side of the Big Ten in the uh, Big Ten championship game. And Iowa definitely known for their secondary this season, but you can't get interceptions if the opposing team doesn't throw the ball. And Wisconsin threw the ball eight total times last week. And even if they did throw more, I, I'm not very confident in the guy throwing the ball at Wisconsin. So if it's going to come down to rushing, I'm going to give the edge to Wisconsin. So on Wisconsin this week, Scotty, how about you, my man? Yeah, this one's tough. Um, I think, I think I'm going to go with Iowa. Um, I, both of these teams, I mean, they're big West team, big time West teams. Uh, I'm not really sold on either of them. Um, but I think that Wisconsin is going to win, but I really like them to win by a field goal. So I'll still take Iowa with the cover. I like Iowa as well. You know, it's funny. You mentioned the the quarterback for Iowa, Vaughn, uh, Spencer Petras, but he's the better quarterback in this matchup somehow, some way. I, I, he's, I, I mean, for nine touchdowns, six interceptions, and only a little over 1,300 yards here this year, Graham Mertz has not thrown for over 1,000 yards yet this year, two touchdowns, seven interceptions, and Wisconsin turns it over on average two and a half times a game this season. What does Iowa like to do? They like to get turnovers. Purdue did not turn it over against the Hawkeyes. That allowed the Boilermakers to get that 24-7 win. That's not going to be the case. Wisconsin's going to turn the ball over. Iowa's going to force them. They're going to win outright and easily, I believe, cover the three-and-a-half point spread at Camp Randall. As we let, let me add real quick, if you're going to make any money bet on this game, which I highly discourage you doing, hit the <laughs> under. There, there's going to be like 17 total points in this game. So I, please take the under for the love of God if you do put money on this game. The, the total is at like 36. It's yeah, I, I'm kind of mad they're playing this game at noon because I want to watch it for the for how hilarious it's going to be, but I'm not going to be able to. Yeah, yeah, it, it's going to be a, a bleep show. So yeah. uh, keep your money away <laughs> from this one if you uh, if you're a betting person. So let's head to uh, sort of the ACC as you know, Notre Dame was an honorary member last year. Independent, though, this year they welcome in North Carolina. Three and a half point favorites are the Irish. Scotty, who do you like? Yeah, I like Notre Dame here. Um, kind of a letdown year for North Carolina, and I mean they looked really they looked really good last year for the most part. Um, and if they had brought back that same um, caliber team this year and played like that, I mean they would, I think, be the favorite uh, to win the ACC and maybe have a shot at the playoff. But they just don't look the same this year. And I think I'm like two for two, maybe three for three, betting Notre Dame to cover this year. So I'm gonna go with Notre Dame. Vaughn, where are you at in that game? Yeah, I'm gonna stick with the Irish too. Um, I, I'm I'm not uh, buying into Sam Howell, although he has played better over the last few weeks. I just think at Notre Dame, uh, I went against them last week, and that was one of my uh, my losses last week. Was I went with the USC cover, and that clearly didn't work out for me, even though Drake London had like 30 catches uh, just by himself. But yeah, I'll I'll take the Irish at home to cover three and a half. That should be uh, doable for them. Yeah, the Irish have burned me a couple times this year, to be quite honest with you. They they're seem like they're playing better football since the loss 
to Cincinnati. And when you look at North Carolina, first of all, the trend is win-loss, win-loss, win. One last week against Miami, 45-42. That means an L is coming at the hands of the Irish, and I think they could do it by a little more than a field goal, if not a touchdown. Give me the Irish at home over the Tar Heels. Back into the Big Ten. Purdue, a bit of a letdown last week. They traveled to Nebraska, and Scott Frost and company, seven-and-a-half-point favorites against the Boilermakers. Vaughn, where are you liking this game? This is a weird one. Seven and a half. I, I hate that uh, that half point spread. I, I just can't fathom Nebraska winning by more than a touchdown against any team really this season. They've been in nail biters pretty much the entire year other than the Northwestern game. I think they that was a blowout, if I recall correctly. So I'm actually going to pick Purdue to uh, cover this one. I, I don't think uh, Purdue uh, by any means is going to win the game. But seven and a half, they should be able to cover that. So I, I could see like a field goal game. So I'll take Purdue. How do you feel about it, Scotty? Yeah, I, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm going to go with Purdue. Nebraska just hasn't really been able to find a way to win games. It seems like they're losing every game by possession. Um, and I think I think that they probably will be able to get this one done at home. But yeah, I, I can't imagine them winning a game by by more than a touchdown right now. You know what, guys? I think I'm going to go the other way on it. I feel like we got to break a tie here since we all picked Notre Dame. Nebraska, they've been through a gauntlet lately. Outside of Northwestern, they've played Oklahoma, Michigan State, Michigan, and they were at Minnesota last week, seven-point losers to a team that's playing much better under P.J. Fleck. Nebraska obviously having a rough season. Scott Frost is coaching for his job. I like the Nebraska Cornhuskers to win big over the Boilermakers this week. They're going to cover that seven and a half and then we've got a huge top 25 matchup in the SEC the fighting lane Kiffins Ole Miss they travel to Auburn and the Tigers two and a half point favorites over Ole Miss Scotty where are you at in this one yeah I'm uh I'm gonna go with Ole Miss here um I think you know they're quietly sitting there in the SEC with just one loss um so they've still got all of their goals ahead of them um I think Ole Miss is a pretty good team um, and I actually like them to go in and get the win. I, uh, I've never really been too impressed with Auburn. I think I've probably said that five times on this podcast now. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with Ole Miss. How about you, Vaughn? Gosh, this has been one of those that I've been going back and forth with uh, over the last day or so. Auburn, they were able to cover against Georgia a couple of weeks ago. And uh, definitely a cover that I did not anticipate. So they, they hung in there against Georgia for a little bit. And then uh, pretty much just blew the doors off Arkansas um, in their last game. So I'm actually going to go with Auburn here at home. I do like Ole Miss and Matt Corral quite a bit, but at the end of the day, I, I just think this is one of those Vegas knows something kind of games. So I'm going to go with Auburn. Yeah, this is uh, one of the tougher ones on the slate. No question about it. I, I feel like, you know, when it comes down to it, Auburn and Bo Nix, do I trust them? Not as much as I oddly trust Lane Kiffin. I, I mean, kind of a, a resurgence for him. They've been playing some good football since the loss to Alabama. Uh, that win at Tennessee looks a lot better with the way the Volunteers played Alabama a week ago. Nice win over LSU last week. Give me Ole Miss. I think they're rolling. I agree with Scotty. They're right there, 3-1 and one in the SEC. And like he said, a lot of goals ahead of them. I like this Ole Miss team, and I do like uh, Matt Corral as we head to the Big 12. Texas Tech traveling to Oklahoma Sooners 20 point favorites just a hair under three touchdowns Vaughn who do you like 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Texas Tech actually to cover this one. 20 points is a lot. And I, I know that Caleb Williams um, at the quarterback position for Oklahoma has kind of changed things around with uh, how the results of their games have been going as prior to what Spencer Rattler was doing earlier in the season. But this could be one of those big 12, uh, 50 to 42 kind of games. Uh, so I'm going to take Texas Tech despite despite uh, Caleb Williams and despite I, I believe Texas Tech just lost their head coach. Did, did, did they just fire him? Am I yes. calling that correctly? Yep, they did. Despite all that, I'm still going to take the Red Raiders. So go Texas Tech. Scotty, how about you, man? Yeah, I'm going with Texas Tech, too. I thought Oklahoma had turned the corner uh, from that second-half Texas game when Caleb Williams came in. They looked a lot better. And then last week, I mean, almost losing to Kansas is uh, is never a good sign. Kansas is obviously not a good team at all. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take Texas Tech with this one. 20 is a lot of points. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Oklahoma covers here. Uh, I like Caleb Williams. I know last week happened – but it still ended up being a 12-point win, and at the end of the day, man, I think they got the scare out of them. I think they legit looked over overlooked Kansas. I mean, how could you not, given what the Kansas program is? I think Oklahoma comes in. I think they come in focused. I think they do you know, kind of re-get behind Caleb Williams because no one likes Spencer Rattler. If you ever watch QB1 the season they followed him, you know exactly why that is. So I think this team is re-galvanized here a little bit. They get behind Caleb Williams, and I think Oklahoma gets it done. I think they blow out the Red Raiders. SEC country once again, number one Georgia. They travel to Florida to take on a team that's fallen from grace a little bit after almost knocking off the Crimson Tide a number of weeks ago. Georgia 14-point favorites as they head into the swamp. Scotty, who do you like? Yeah, I like Georgia here. That that defense is just is really good. Um, I was expecting this line to be more in the 17 to 21 area, so um, yeah, I, I remember seeing a stat a couple of days ago. I think Georgia's allowed 46 points all season long, and I think the next closest was Michigan, and then they had like 102. Um, so that defense is obviously very, very good. Um, so I'm going to go with Georgia to cover this one. How about you, Vaughn? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Georgia, too. Keep in mind, this game is actually played in Jacksonville. Oh, that's Florida, right. Yes, it's the world's year. it's the, the uh, world's largest cocktail party. Yes, my bad. That, my bad. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to uh, Papa Lozon. He went there a couple years ago. Nice. And, uh, he, he probably had some cocktails. Uh, had one for me, <laughs> that's for sure. But I, I'm still going to go with Georgia. Uh, I second everything Scotty said, uh, especially about the defense. Georgia's defense is just uh, unbelievable this season. Probably the best defense in the country. So I definitely think they're going to be able to cover the 14 pretty easily. Look, I told you guys a couple of weeks ago, there's really not a spread high enough that I'm not taking Georgia. They would have covered two weeks ago if it wasn't for Mark Stoops calling a timeout at the one. He knew what the spread was. He wanted to cover that dirty dog. Uh, but I think I think Georgia's able to cover this one fairly easily. Florida, I don't know, man. Dan Mullen said something, you know, talking about maybe a running back, a quarterback, talked about maybe running the wishbone this week. I don't know. I don't think Florida has an identity anymore. You know, they were running the two quarterback system. If they go with Anthony Richardson, like, that's a, a scary thought, but Georgia is the much better football team. They're the best team in the country. They're going to cover two touchdowns, I think, incredibly Incredibly easy. So we're all on Georgia's. We head back to the Big Ten. Penn State traveling to the big house to take on Illinois this week. Oh, uh, excuse me. They're traveling to the shoe to take on Ohio State. Uh, Vaughn, who do you like in this one? You, you t- 
took my thunder. I was I was going to use that uh, in my explanation for why I'm picking Ohio State to not only cover 18 and a half, but they, they could uh, probably double that spread considering that they think they're going to play at the big house. They're getting ready for a team that they just got their asses kicked to at home uh, against the worst team in the Big Ten. Uh, I, I think this uh, this this rain of uh, terror James Franklin is going on uh, at Penn State is is probably coming to an end here pretty soon, considering he also has a new uh, talent agent uh, <laughs> endorsing him. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Buckeyes by a thousand. Yeah, how about you, Scotty? Yeah, I agree. I think this might be uh, Franklin's last year in Happy Valley. Um, yeah, the press conference, that was that was too good. Um, but, yeah, uh, Ohio State, I thought at the beginning of the year they were looking a little shaky. But, I mean, I think that's like four straight games that they've put up over 50 points. Just hasn't even been close. They look as dominant as ever. Penn State just lost to, like Yvonne said, the worst team in the Big Ten. That was an ugly game. Um, yeah, I like Ohio State to win this one and cover that spread pretty easily. The evil empire is back. They've got the Death Star, and that planet destroyer is working right now. Uh, This is Ohio State and Georgia are the two teams. Right now, Ohio State's re-entered this uh, category where there's not a spread high enough that I'm not taking the Buckeyes. James Franklin's got one foot out the door. This could get ugly, guys. Uh, Penn State, maybe you can make the case that the reason Penn State lost to Illinois is because they didn't even prep for them and they just prepped for the Buckeyes. Uh, if that's the case, maybe they can have a chance of covering the 18 and a half. I don't think that's the case. I think Ohio State is going to run up the score on Penn State. This is going to be like Michigan putting the dagger in D'Antonio's coffin a couple of years ago in 2019, except Ohio State's just going to send Franklin out west to, to take the USC job. So I like Ohio State, minus 18 and a half. And finally, the one you've been waiting for. For the first time ever, both teams 7-0. and oh. Both teams top 10 as we head into the Halloween weekend, and both teams do not like each other. Number six, Michigan, four and a half point favorites at number eight. Michigan State. Scotty, where are you at? I'm so happy that this game is finally here. Um, been waiting for it all year long, and I'm taking Michigan to cover. Um, it, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a very close, tough game. Um, emotions are going to be running high. It's a rivalry. This is maybe the biggest game in the rivalry's history. It's going to be awesome. Um, but I like I like Michigan to pull away late and, uh, and cover the spread. How does it shape up, Vaughn? You know, I'm I'm pretty cynical when it comes to these teams that I enjoy watching and covering and uh, the hypothetical money that I'm placing on here. So I'm going to pick Michigan State and just hope I'm wrong here. But I, I think this is all really going to come down to if Cade McNamara can actually throw the ball. I, I think we all know at this point the two-headed running back monster that uh, is behind him uh, in the backfield with Hassan Haskins, Blake Corum. They're going to get theirs. Kenneth Walker is going to get his on the other side. And you would imagine that Peyton Thorne will be able to complete some passes against Michigan's secondary. If uh, the uh, front seven of Michigan's defense doesn't get to him soon enough, but I I really think it's going to come down to Michigan's passing game. Uh, I I think this is going to be a really, really close game. So I'm going to take the Spartans and just hope and pray that I'm wrong. And that Scotty's right. So for me, at the end of the day, this feels like a coin flip game, right? Like the little variables are going to decide this. Penalties are going to decide this. The random turnover is going to decide this. Special teams is going to decide this. And when that all comes into play, anything either way, 
outside of three, give me the points. I, I have to, uh, you know, I, Michigan winning, Michigan State winning. I could see it both ways. Do I see Michigan covering the spread? It, it's tough. They could, but at the same time, you know, that, that feels like a, a statistical um, – uh, would be kind of an anomaly if they were able to cover the four and a half. So give me the points at a coin flip game. I like the Spartans to cover, but I still think the Wolverines are going to get the win. What are you guys doing? Excuse me, doing for the game, by the way. You guys going or, or what's uh, what, what's the plans for Saturday? Well, I no, I'll, I'll be watching from my couch. I, I don't plan on going to the game at all. We'll have uh, Trevor Woods in the press box covering the game for Mason Brew. So uh, give him a follow on Twitter if you don't follow him already, but I'll probably just be uh, uh, hungover uh, <laughs> per usual, have a uh, Halloween party the night before. Um, so that's uh, that, that's kind of what I've got going on uh, this upcoming weekend with uh, all the game and everything mixed in there. It's, it's either going to make for a great weekend or a very depressing Halloween weekend. What do you got going on, Scotty? I will be heading to East Lansing, basically where I went to high school. About half of us go to Michigan and the other half go to state. So I've got a lot of friends up there. I will not be going to the game. However, I went my freshman year, 2018. Luckily, Michigan came out with the win, but I did not enjoy myself in the Michigan State student section. Um, so I will be watching the game with my other Michigan friends at one of our friends' apartments. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm pretty sure the entire state um, college student wise is going to be there. So just getting ready for what's probably going to be my uh, wildest week of college, I would say weekend. Yeah. Do you guys, so before we go, I know this is the, the gambling pick em pod, but like, how do you guys just feel about a, a matchup like this, a top 10 matchup? Everyone seems to be excited about it. I don't I, I'm, like the game's going to be awesome, but I want to kind of know how it's going to go going in because I'm kind of anxious right now. And I'm by Saturday, I'm probably going to be a nervous wreck. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's kind of how I feel too. But if I, uh, you know, I mean the, the, now I don't want to make compare too many comparisons to the 97 team, but when they were undefeated going into that Penn state game, it, it was kind of a lot of the same thing of, Oh, okay. This is going to probably be a very close game. Most people thought Penn state was going to win that. And then, Michigan just blew the doors off the Nittany Lions in that game. So I, I don't foresee that happening this time around. But if it did, I, I think a lot of people would probably start drawing comparisons to that and kind of start talking about potential Rose Bowl and some other things along those lines. But I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself <laughs> because the game hasn't been played yet. And uh, I don't want to jinx it. So knock on wood with all that. Yeah, this is uh, this is one of those games you said you're feeling anxious for, Luke. I've been feeling anxious for this game since week three, ever since I saw Michigan State winning some games, which I was not expecting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I wasn't gonna say my final score prediction, and this could be the bias in me, but I'm I'm going with Michigan 27, Michigan State 10. I kind of like Michigan to pull away and and win in a somewhat convincing fashion. Scotty, I'll tell you what, if that happens, I will be the most relieved man on Saturday you've ever met in your life, let me tell you. All righty, guys. Scotty, where can we find you on social media, my man? You guys can find me on Twitter. Give me a follow at Scotty White underscore. Um, I know there's going to be plenty of tweets during that game on Saturday. <laughs> How about you, Vaughn? Yeah, you can find me also on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon, Maze and Brew. You can follow wherever you want, pretty much outside of TikTok. We don't have one of those yet, but maybe Luke will start one of those yeah. at some point. <laughs> and uh, give us all those five-star uh, reviews on the pods. We'd really appreciate it, guys. Thanks a lot.
You can find me on Twitter at Luke Yardy, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. We'll see. Uh, Jury's still out on whether I want to tweet during this game or if I just want to shut my phone off one way or another here. Uh, We'll find out Saturday morning, that's for sure. But that's where you can find me on Twitter. You know, we'll be uh, blasting out Brewcast stuff and pick and pot stuff uh, all throughout Twitter. Follow Maze of Brew. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, rate, and leave a review on the podcast that you're listening to. We would very much appreciate it. For my partners, Von Lozon and Scotty White, I'm Luke Giardi, and we'll see you next week on the Pick'em Pod.